Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, brought to you by PolyScience. This is Patricia Miller, Managing Editor of Cannabis and Tech Today. And today we're going to talk about um, technology's favorite thing, which is data, right? So um, data is sort of what makes the world go round. It's especially true in the cannabis space. Um, what do you stock? How do you stay competitive? And what products deserve shelf space, right? Um, so these are, are all questions that you can answer with data. And that's why we're sitting down with the president and chief commercial officer of Hoodie, Mr. Chris Walker. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Thanks for having me, Patricia. I, uh, data is something I never pass up an opportunity to talk about. So ha happy to happy to to uh, to go down that path with you. All right. Well, um, as we know, there's so many ways to to gather data, and um, it's especially important how you use data. But before we dive into the really unique, cool thing about what Hoodie is doing with all this information. Mm -hmm. Um, let's back up a little bit and learn about Chris Walker. How did you, how did you get into this space? What kind of drew you to cannabis technology? So it's, uh, I, I guess it's been a long journey. I come out of the, the CPG world. Um, yeah. So working with, you know, companies like Coca-Cola and Nestle and Procter and Gamble and Unilever and all of those folks to help them make better decisions, leveraging data and ultimately make more money. Um, you know, I, I was with, a a little company called Nielsen for many years. Uh, I ran most of their business in Australia, New Zealand. And um, I left about five years ago, started my own firm with the idea of really helping emerging channels and brands build out their CPG toolkit. And uh, it just happened to coincide with this amazing emergence in this emerging industry um, of, of cannabis. And so you know, very quickly found ourselves working almost exclusively in cannabis, um, you know, just helping bring, uh, you know, new ways of thinking and drive cultural change, um, leveraging all of this amazing data that they had access to, but but just didn't really have the toolkit surrounding it to to really drive that uh, data, those data-driven decisions as opposed to the gut field-based decisions that, you know, historically everyone starts out with. So, so we kind of stumbled into the space um, and, uh, you know, but haven't looked back. And, you know, I just, uh, about a year ago, uh, we merged with uh, another, another organization that brought a technology platform to bear. And the combination of our two organizations created what is Hoodie today. So that's, uh, that's a bit of the origin story. My partner's name is Wes, Wes Shepard, and you know, he had uh, he came out of the, the global e-commerce price management space and uh, is a brilliant technologist guy as well. Well, so tell me what makes Hoodie unique. I know that it's it's really kind of cornered the market as far as being able to gather a lot of data. Can yeah. you dive into what sets it apart? I will, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of cover that from two ways. I, I mean, our, and first off is our goal is to be tracking every product 
in every dispensary, in every state, every single day. Um, and we're very oh. close to delivering on that goal, right? So that's a lot. Um, even, <laughs> it is um, almost two billion data points a day um, that we're that we're bringing in, and uh, you know, and again, as a, I know, you've got some consumers that uh, listen to your show as well. As you know, as a customer, you know, you can get access to that information on askhoodie.com and and leverage that you know that that our our database to find the products that you care about and that you know that are are you know have characteristics that are going to be appealing to you. Um, but from a the you asked about what really sets us apart. Um, you know, it, it is our technology platform. So, you know, we, you know, we basically ingest, as I mentioned, 2 billion data points uh, every single day. Um, but we've got uh, machine learning and AI-based uh, technology in our platform that allows us to rapidly translate all of that really ugly, messy data into useful information that we can organize for clients to make decisions. Um, and so that you know, being able to leverage that technology allows us to effectively measure the whole industry, um, you know, as, as you know, at the same time, be, you know, without having thousands and thousands of people coding data every single day, the tech does a lot of that for us. Um, and we've still got tons of data scientists and stuff that help train the technology um, but it, it's the technology that's that's really our our secret sauce. Um, and then I think just coupled with you know a bunch of folks that are passionate with helping people make money leveraging data. And so maybe this is part of the secret sauce. So don't let me pry too deep. But how do you get all of that information? Are you tapping into like some central hub like Metric or BioTrack? I mean, yeah. where are you pulling from if if you're allowed to it, say? It's it's from everywhere, Patricia. Um, so we we do um, have uh, technology partners that you know we've got relationships with that will will send data our, our way. Um, we also uh, do data mining. So you know not in a dissimilar way to how Google goes out and crawls the web searching for um, you know what keywords are on a on a given website. You know we we do the same for you know really every e-commerce menu that's in cannabis out there. Um, mm. And then we we do. Uh, yeah, we even have, uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of data contributed from our clients. So they will, you know, they will provide us access to their information in exchange for some savings and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that's the old traditional Nielsen business model. Um, and we, we even have cell phone data that we bring in, um, which is, uh, I know, scary to some, but it, don't worry, we don't know who you are, um, you know, but it does allow us to understand like how many phones are in, you know, a given dispensary um, at a time and wow. where those phones go when they're not in the dispensary. And, uh, you know, so you get, you get fun things like foot traffic and demography and loyalty and um, a lot of, a lot of rich, really rich consumer behavior data that, that help clients make, make better decisions. Okay. That's really cool and horrifying, but we're used to it. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> So say we're yeah you can I'm yeah hopefully you don't blame us we're just uh, you know, we're one of, we're one of many that are leveraging some someone else's data so yeah well you hear that yeah. you know uh, your location is constantly being tracked by Google and that's just one of the many data points that your phone is constantly gathering about you but I do think it's interesting to hear how it's being applied and how that can drive um, business decisions even in in the cannabis space. Yeah, it's um, it's it's uh it's fun, right? Like imagine you as a as a dispensary operator, you know, you may think the guy across the street is your main competitor um because for proximity, but the reality of it is, you know, you may not be competing with them at all. You might be competing with the dispensary that's three miles up the road 
who who has a who appeals to a, a similar type of dem demographic that you have in your store. Um, and so, it's uh, it really can change the way that you're you're thinking about you know your business and and how you might range products, price your products, promote your products. I love that. And you're receiving um, a lot of support from some pretty big names in the industry. You've got the Arcview Group behind you now. Um, Jim Belushi's in on it, right? <laughs> so, why do you think um, hoodie is kind of such an alluring opportunity for them? I, I think they like um, they like the fact that we are kind of trying to disrupt the traditional way um, of collecting and leveraging data. Um, and I, I think that is one of the, the key things. And they see our technology as something that, you know, is really disruptive in the way that we can bring in effectively census level data and organize it very rapidly, um, you know, and in a, in a, in effectively a closed, a closed market, we have lots of vertically integrated uh, dispensaries and brands. Um, and so I, I think they like, they value the fact that we are taking a very different approach. We're kind of going everywhere top down as opposed to the traditional data collection model is you knock on a few doors and you say, Hey, I'll give you some money for your data. And, and, you know, and then as long as you get it, an assortment of the right doors and the right data, you can create some projections. And it, it's it's a it's a hard model to scale. It's very expensive. And candidly, like, you know, you wind up with a handful of dispensaries and brands that you're 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 making a bunch of decisions on. And we're effectively getting everyone's data or as much as we can. Um, you know, and so we can be very granular in what we're providing to our clients. And you know, and I, I, if there's one thing that people, you know, constantly come back to us with is that they love is that our data is so actionable, right? So, you know, we can tell a salesperson that, hey, you just ran out of stock of this product yesterday, um, you know, and and so you may want to give these guys a call and see if they need any more. Um, or I could tell I could tell you that your competitor just ran out of stock of that product yesterday, mm -hmm. and so you may want to pick up the phone and say, hey. You know that product you just ran out of. I've got an even better version, and uh, you know, in a, at a better price. So maybe, maybe you might want to think about bringing that in. And so, it's just very, very actionable. Um, and I, and I think that's that's the other reason that you know, folks like Jim Belushi, you know, are, are so excited about it. He tells a story of uh, you know having a having one of his customers drive forty. You know, they went to the website or they and they drove. You know, said, hey, find this product. Drove forty miles you know, an hour and a half or whatever to get there and uh, product was out. And so, the, you know, the customer is obviously very upset. It's a negative, negative brand experience. And, it, mm -hmm. you know, it hits on Jim and his brand. And, you know, and so the fact that we have all this data almost real time, you know, you're, you're not going to have that experience. And, you know, so again, it's, it's another, it's all in the, in the, the vision of being very actionable, um, you know, for our clients. And is it something that clients are able to do like on a subscription basis or per report? How does that model work? We we offer both. Um, most of our, our most of our clients will subscribe. You know, we do consider ourselves a SaaS company, a software as a service, um, and so they will subscribe to a given brand or category or state. Um, and 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 then there's different modules that they can subscribe to as well. So if you don't want the mobile phone module, you don't need to get the mobile phone module. And if you only want to see your brands, that's fine. And if you only want to see a very small area in the middle of Chicago, you can do that. Um, and so you kind of pick what pick and choose what's important to you. You subscribe to it. Um, and you know, and then obviously you get updates every single day. And, uh, and, and it's next day turnaround. So everything you're looking at from us today happened yesterday. So it was awesome. And 420, you know, 421, 
you know, we had the first date available. What happened at 420? You know, and, you know, that's that's something that's very fun for us to be kind of leading leading the charge there. Um, and again, your cons- your customers can, you know, I mean, consumers can leverage that same data and same, you know, through Ask Hoodie as well. Um, and it's, it's all next day insights. Wow. Yeah, that's rapid. Um, I want to learn a lot more about this. And when we get back from a quick sponsor break, we're going to keep diving into it. And I want to hear about what's next for Hoodie. Um, So we'll be right back. uh, Thanks to PolyScience. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Durachill. This is Durachill. This is Duracho. This is Duracho. No. Hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Duracho or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Duracho. You can't go wrong. All right, we're back with Chris Walker from Hoodie. Um, and so we've been talking about data and the way that um, Hoodie is able to leverage like a massive amount of information from all over the country to give, you said, next day insights, which is which is very quick turnaround. Um, what are some of the most interesting data points you've seen in the past couple of months? Are there any that stand out? Like, wow, people in this area are loving this or... Um, I probably I'll talk, I'll talk less about specific brands and uh, categories, but I, it's fun to be kind of on the leading edge of what's happening and to see the, you know, um, you know, and I, again, this is not the best consumer experience, but, you know, there's been some product recalls recently, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, I, I was funny, I was talking to one of our clients in Pennsylvania, they'd had a bunch of, a bunch of recalls and, um, you know, and they're like, Chris, I don't know what's going on with this data. Like it's going, you know, it looks like our numbers are going way down. This is one of the managers, you know, not, who's not necessarily familiar with the state dynamics. And, uh, we're like, well, that's, that's basically you, you, you've just lost all of those, shel- all of those shelf placements from the recall, you know, so they're no yeah. longer available for consumers to buy. And, um, and so, you, you know, it's, it's, it's great to be able to monitor those, those trends almost in real time. So you can see not only like, so the, you know, you know that these vapes and these strains fell off because it's not allowed to be sold, but what took their place and what happened, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, did, did the consumer patterns start to change? Were new categories participating or did just other vape brands pick it up? And, and that, that's, that's, I think where we are, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, a lot of movement uh, with, uh, with our, our data being leveraged. The other thing is around pricing, um, you know, so, there's, yeah, and California, there's a couple of major brands that you know have reasonably publicly announced that they're lowering their price, and uh, it's interesting to see that the dispensary prices don't necessarily follow as quickly. You know, so the disp- yeah, so the the dispensary still get you know they they're going from getting the product from fifty bucks to forty dollars or or thirty dollars. But they're still selling it at a hundred bucks, you know, even what? though the price went down. And <laughs> right. so uh, that's right, you know. And so that that's that's another fun thing, you know, that we're you know we're able to monitor and and you know and and, and observe, you know, because it that you know the whole idea of price and promotion elasticity, like you know, I can take my price down, but if it doesn't get passed through the consumer, that's a margin gain for the dispensary. Maybe the dispensary is going to, you know, and and ultimately there's going to be consequences for that. So, you know, so that's, anyway, just a couple of examples of how, 
you know, of how we're, we're, we're watching uh, some of the tides turn. That's fascinating, especially in a big market like California. I would think that you get to see some really dramatic um, data just around that, that particular um, demographic or location. Like, you know, really? what's, what's trending, what are they, what are they purchasing in mass and yep. how are consumers reacting? Yep. Uh, it, it is, it, it is. And uh, you know, I mean, you know, you can see the, uh, you know, everyone knows the, the Jeter story and the infused, you know, and the infused pre-rolls. Um, you know, I, I mean, they, they overnight, you know, they are, you know, America's sweetheart and uh, you know, and you can see, you know, it, it starts with one, one type of store and demographic, but you know, it, it tends to be a lot of the, the leading indicators and the early adopters that are influencers for the market. And, you know, and they've, they've scaled and obviously, you know, more power to them. They're doing an incredible job right now. And, and you kind of see that in the data and there's, there's other trends that we're seeing emerge right now around things like live rosin and, um, you know, solventless, uh, you know, solventless rosin and, you know, uh, you know, some, some real, some other exciting areas that are kind of emerging trends among specific demographic groups or specific dispensaries that cater to them, you know, that, that are, are nice early indicators that you're going to want to follow. Um, and so again, and, and the, you know, the other thing we find is the state dynamics are so different. Um, you know, so yeah. what, you know, what is happening in California may be completely different from Pennsylvania or Illinois, you know, which is where we're based right now. Do you see that, you know, like emerging markets that are brand new, do they tend to follow, you know, sort of a similar trajectory as other brand new markets or, and it obviously very different than what you'd be consuming in California or Colorado, where those consumers are very familiar and educated with all these different ways to consume. I think it would be dramatically different, you know, for, for new states like uh, New Mexico or whether other places are coming online. It, it is. And, uh, and you are, it's funny because we've, we've done a lot of you know, exercises trying to predict and, and with some level of success, right? Like, you know, based off of, you know, how, uh, how one market is doing in a, of a certain, you know, type and flavor, like, can we predict what, you know, what New York and New Jersey and Ohio are going to look like as, as they, as they emerge. And, and you, you can do that to some extent, but there are so many nuances at the state level, you know, not even ca- considering, like brand awareness and things like that, or it's like, you know, like, you know, folks in Ohio, they don't, they don't know about some of these brands. Um, and so there's so many nuances between who has the licenses in the given States, um, the tax implication, you know, cause there's some States that have much higher taxes on certain types of products. Right. And, and so there's just, there's a, there is some predictability, but, you know, and I've, and I've heard many others say this, um, you know, but the, the one thing that seems certain in cannabis is the level of unpredictability. And, you know, and, and we, we are trying to um, find a, a, a written scorecard based off of the success of one given market and one given category is very difficult because there are just so many variables at play. I'm I think we'll get there one day with, as we're getting more and more data. But right now, it's still very unpredictable. That makes sense to me. Um, what's Hoodie looking to to do next? What challenges are are you looking to overcome in the future? So there's probably two or three uh, key areas that we're working on now. Um, you know, and I'll say, you know, the first first off is, and you started alluding to this, Patricia, um, but it's around consumer behavior. Um, so. You know, I talked about our cell phone data, um, you know, as, as an example, but we've, we've got some additional data sets that are going to make it 
um, you know, it very, uh, very useful to be able to understand like consumers' brand loyalty, um, right? And, you know, wouldn't it be nice to know which consumers are really, you know, I, I'm sorry, which brands are really driving that loyalty? So like, you know, that like, if, you know, Jeter pre-rolls aren't on the shelf in my dispensary, I'm not going to buy anything else. And the loyalty that that some brands can command, you know, it's a, it's a differentiator. And if you're a dispensary, you need to make sure you've got those brands that are ultimately driving that loyalty in your store. Otherwise, you're going to lose you're going to lose those customers. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot of rich consumer data and consumer insights. You know, what else? You know, when you buy a, when you when you buy a, a, an infused pre-roll, what else are you likely buying at the same time? Are you spending more in a dispensary than if, you, if I'm only buying vape? You know, um, And so there's just a lot of rich consumer data that we're going to be lighting up for our customers. And that's going to be super fun. Um, and then the other thing is there's going to be a whole bunch of new bells and whistles coming on with askhoodie.com. And uh, and you know, think of it as you being able to go in there and really create a profile of who you are and what kinds of things you like and what people you like. Maybe you like Jim Belushi, right? And you want to follow, and you know, I want to stuff that Jim Belushi likes, um, and and just trying trying to create your own persona. And you know, so not only can you find products that Jim likes, but you'd also have the ability to subscribe to alerts. So the minute your favorite, you know, watermelon can of sours comes available within five miles of you, you get a notification and, mm-hmm. and suddenly you, you can get out there and buy it before it sells out. And, you know, in, in particular, as some of these really fun brands and strains are coming out, consumers are, are looking for that, you know, opportunity to grab it before it goes. And, and Ask Hoodie is going to be a real nice uh, opportunity for them to do that. So, so that's, those are coming soon. So uh, for any of your listeners, you can't do all those alerts just yet, but we're super close. That's exciting. I like to think about how uh, something like that really creates like a circular ecosystem of value, right? So it's valuable for the consumer for all the reasons you just described, but it's super valuable for brands. It's super valuable for retailers. And now they're getting that information as well. And they can make informed decisions about how they're appealing to that brand. So that's the cool part about data is like, if you're using it correctly, um, intelligently, it really creates its own sort of drive. It's a it's an ecosystem that that feeds on itself. Hundred percent, right? And like brands in particular, like I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of talk right now in the industry about the power of brands, and and there's a, we've got a lot of work to do, you know. And uh, you know, you look at yeah, look at you know, something like you know, bottled water. Obviously, is an example that's used a lot. You know, people for the same product. You know, I can get it out of the tap. I can get it off the tap, or I'm going to pay you know a buck or two for a, a bottled water and and the, the difference of that is the value of that brand. Um, you know, can, you go to candles, right? Candles or craft beer, you know, and, and the, you know, I, you can buy a candle for $30. I can buy a <laughs> candle for $10 or I can buy a candle for 50 cents. Yeah. Right. So what, what's the cannabis equivalent of that? How can I create brands? Right. And, and if I created that $30 candle equivalent in cannabis, right. That's super premium, ultra premium brand. How do I make sure my consumers can find it? And, and that's where, you know, our data can play such a huge role um, for that. You know, if you wanted to launch a premium brand, you want to make sure your, your customers know where they can get it, where they can find it. And, you know, and, and obviously the retailers are going to want your customers to be coming into their stores. So they're going to be looking for those premium products that, you know, customers are looking for. Um, and it's the data is really that connector that makes that whole thing happen. And listen, as brands build in the industry, 
everyone's going to win. Like it's going to be, uh, you know, we need to get to the, the level of beer and, and, you know, and, and that's, you know, that we're not, we, we are still far away, but, you know, I think we're seeing the momentum really start to shift and brands are being created. Um, and, you know, we're, we're just thrilled to be a part of that. There's so much science in cannabis. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, where can our readers go to learn more about Hoodie and sort of follow along and maybe eagerly await the arrival of Ask Hoodie? So, um, so you can go to askhoodie.com right now. Um, and, and again, get, you know, you can still find all those products that you're looking for near you. We've got the, the best search function available in the whole, whole industry. Uh, across, again, every state in the U.S., everywhere in Canada. So askhoodie.com. Um, if you're a, a business and you've got a dispensary or brand and you want, want to find more, check us out on hoodieanalytics.com. And it's hoodie with H-O-O-D-I-E. So hoodieanalytics.com. Um, and then we're also on all your, all your favorite uh, social platforms. And uh, so, you know, everything from Instagram to Twitter to LinkedIn. So, um, and it's typically under Ask Hoodie or Hoodie Analytics. Perfect. Um, well, I think that will wrap it up for us, Chris. I've really enjoyed chatting with you. For, all of, our, uh, for all of our listeners out there, if you enjoyed learning about this emerging technology and you want to learn about more, Uh, Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to Cannabis Tech Talks on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can also grab the latest issue of Cannabis and Tech Today at Barnes & Noble newsstands across the country or for free online. Um, So until next time, this has been uh, Chris Walker and Patricia Miller. And uh, thanks for joining us. Stay, Stay elevated out there. 